The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Oh, and it is Andy. Andy is with us this evening with Heroes and Zeros. Are you seeing a bit of a bounce come back into the world of advertising, Andy? Are you seeing people getting a little bit of the verve, a bit of the joy back in advertising? Or is it as remote as it sort of felt it was going to be 12 months ago? Andy. That's a trouble with this digital connection, Smilaki. Um, you know, um, George speaks um, to, to Andy and he goes, oh, no, no, I'm here. Oh, it was lovely. Yes, no, everyone gets on very nicely during the news. It's fine. <laughs> and then, oh, it all falls apart. Andy Rice, though, on the old-fashioned telephonic device. Um, Andy, good to have you with us this evening. Are you seeing signs of life? Is there a pulse um, in the world of advertising? Yes, I think there is, Bruce. Good evening. I hope you're well. Um, and I'm so much better for hearing you on a landline, Andy, um, where we can actually make out every word and every syllable. It's lovely to hear your voice so clearly. Thank you. That's a, um, I, I run the risk of being christened uh, a Luddite, or not for the first time, but uh, we have <laughs> Skype, we have uh, uh, Microsoft Teams, we have all sorts of things we've been trying, and we end up falling back onto the the safe and trusty and reliable landline. Exactly. Isn't it wonderful? Sorry, world of advertising. Is it alive and well? It's not doing too badly at all, I think. I I, I believe that a fair number of clients with their campaigns on hold last year were were doing so not because they didn't want to spend the money at all, but because they wanted to wait and see which way things unfolded, and then they would put sufficient resources behind that direction. I think that's what we're seeing now is the start of that release of historical um, meanness uh, and lack of budget um, and we're starting to see instead people taking a slightly more bullish approach. I hope that they, it means that we'll see more in the way of proper long-term brand building communication and advertising rather than short-term sales promotion but that's a, that's a, a familiar and inevitable response to, to difficult times is to fall back on uh, you know, discount offers and, and short-term promotional pile-em-high and sell-it-cheap strategies. But if uh, we get through that, mm. then I think, yeah, the, the rest of the year may, may start to, to look quite reasonable. A friend of mine was celebrating the other day just the huge explosion that she was hearing in uh, advertising about loyalty programs. And I went, no, 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 it's a terrible signal. It's a terrible signal because it's a real sort of survival mechanism stuff on behalf of the retailers. And it's great that they're advertising the stuff and they are offering the specials and they are offering the deals and they are offering the rewards. But it's a very clear indicator of an economy in deep distress. Yeah, I think so. Um, I haven't seen any statistics for for loyalty programs, but I mean, obviously the big shift in the last 12 months has been towards e-commerce. And brands like Checkers in particular, I think, would be acknowledged as having done that um, opportunity proud. And that the uh, growth in, 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 in retail that we're seeing is largely accounted for by the explosion. Of, of retail being the only uh, channel, really, that one can adopt when lockdown is at its fiercest. Let us talk heroes and zeros this evening, Andy. I'd like to go zero first, if I may. Um, you've got a very well-loved and well-utilized and uh, quite admired car brand in your crosshairs tonight. Yes, I have, and I share those views, actually, because the, the brand is Kia, uh, the Korean brand, and I've long been a fan of theirs, to be honest. Uh, we've given them a hero status in the past with their 
uh, advertisement for their Bucky, the, uh, the famous Dingus campaign. Is it this Dingus or that Dingus? And uh, we all had a good laugh at that and thought it was a nice piece of advertising. Um, and I think the brand has moved up the quality perception ladder quite successfully, um, probably along with, with its uh, sister company, Hyundai, and the, the two of them uh, showing what Korean uh, invention and construction and engineering can do. Um, so I've, I've, I've had no problem with, with the, the brand per se in the long term historically, and I think that um, they were honest with themselves. I like honesty and authenticity in advertising because they, they used a, a slogan for many years that was the power to surprise. And at first glance, that sounds a bit kind of, oh, yeah. But actually, I think that it's quite a truthful summary of the, the public attitude to the Kia brand, where they probably were expecting it not to be that great, but maybe having been to the showroom and, and had some of the customer experience, have been quite surprised by where it stands in the, in the quality market. So I've, I've, I start from a position of liking the brand, liking where they've come from, liking what they've said about it, liking... Their, their overall brand proposition, and that's the problem I have, is that they've they've now changed that. Um, not should we, should we hear the change? Should, should we hear the change? Or do you want to describe the change, and then we'll hear the change because it's it's pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the change is from a um, it's, it's two things. It's both a visual identity and it's a, and it's a brand slogan. The visual identity has gone from a fairly straightforward. Oval. A lot of cars use ovals as their identity, like, like Ford and, and and Hyundai and others, um, and Honda. But they've 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 taken the the, the simple word Kia, which was entirely legible, uh, red on white. I think it was in the, in the old design, and now they've moved to a very zooty, uh, very fancy uh, black and gold, black and silver kind of uh, mix, and a very uh, unclear, and that's my big problem, unclear um, logo, because it's meant to actually spell, spell out the word Kia, and only when you've been told that and you look quite hard can you see the word Kia. I did a little test of a couple of people around here and asked them what, what uh, they saw when they first saw the logo, and they, they didn't know. It's a K-L, uh, what's that, K-N? It, it and, does look like the kind of logo I might have designed, um, <laughs> or somebody equally incapable might have designed. I don't know. You would have done far better than that, Bruce, because, I mean, you already coined a, a, a phrase that, that uh, you know, don't hesitate, vaccinate. I think you're, you're a natural creative, and that, that would have come through strongly in, in, your, in your submissions. But anyway, they didn't go with you for some astonishing reason, and the Odd. people they did go with had come up with this um, uh, visual device, which is meant to read Kia. And when you look at it long enough and know it, it as I say, it does become uh, uh, clearly Kia. And a line that says movement that inspires. So they've moved from the power to surprise, which, as I said, had some authenticity and was understandable, to something called movement that inspires. I'm told when you dig into it, you'll find it's because they're now moving, like all car manufacturers, into the realm of um, uh, mobility and electric vehicles and, and new forms of transportation. So to talk about um, it in sufficiently general terms, they use expressions like movement that inspires. But it, does sound, me, it, it does sound like the payoff line you might put on a laxative box. <laughs> well, there you go. Absolutely. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's my problem, I think. It's probably a short-term thing. Familiarity will probably breed content uh, rather than contempt. But I think that um, uh, it's, it's a hiccup in, in, in what is a strong brand's progress in a logical, long-term strategy. And I think this is a detour, and I don't, don't think in the short term it's going to help.
We have gone off-road on this one, and um, yeah, you don't like what the logo looks I know! Um, You don't like what the logo looks like, and this is what the brand promise sounds like. We want our new logo to represent the potential of the future. We're also confident in the future. The symmetry of that logo represents that confidence. And the rise that you see in the gesture of that logo is also the rise we want for us, for the brand, but most importantly, for our customers. The Kia logo stands for our future. We want to make our mark, and we want our logo to be the signature of that future. Yeah, yeah, definitely a laxative. Um, Andy, need to say anything more? No, I don't know if we do, but I mean, yes, we do. Um, here's the point: if you're having to talk about your own logo change and explain it, have you achieved anything? Um, you know, surely people should be talking about this great change, or not liking the change, or whatever the change might be. Other people should be talking about it, not you. Or is that is it normal for you to be talking about what you've just done? Well, I think they hope it sort of starts a conversation going, but I I think uh, equally you should be allowing people to interpret the the logo without a kind of handbook of rules alongside. And uh, one hopes then that the majority of people would would come to more or less the same conclusion. Otherwise, I think as a piece of communication, it hasn't worked. And if you're going to use your brand name as an integral part of the brand logo, then make sure it's used in a way that you can read it. Absolutely. Make sure you can make sense of the blooming thing, especially at a distance. Um, and then your hero, please. Well, my hero is um, Jeff Bezos, the, the mm-hmm. founder and still, I think, CEO of Amazon. He's chairman. He's chairman. He's now executive chairman. chairman. He, he okay. was bored, so he promoted himself. Well, he can afford to, I suppose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not uh, trying to draw any conclusion, any comparisons with the uh, the, the, the news that the Gates uh, marriage is broken up because Jeff Bezos was one of the most uh, expensive members of a divorce uh, that, that anyone can ever think of. Um, but uh, I just want to look at numbers. That's what he's in business for. That's what we're in business for. That's what the Money Show wants to know about. And I, there's been a, uh, a table issued. I'm not quite sure when. I, it came across my desk today, um, looking at the at the uh, last 12 months of e-commerce in the U.S., which is obviously a fair chunk of the of the world's e-commerce. Uh, we were talking about this just now, um, and Amazon um, uh, has uh, added a further. 15% to its historical performance. It now has sales of $367 billion. Uh, that was, that's the, um, uh, for the figure for last year, 2021. Um, and that contributes 40% of all of America's total e-commerce sales. And in some categories, obviously like books where they started and uh, uh, the uh, books, music video category, they have eight 3% of all U.S. e-commerce sales, and in, uh, in, in computers and consumer electronics, they have over half. It's an astonishing domination of, 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 a, of a, uh, a business channel, um, and it's really, in many respects, put down to the, to the persistence uh, and the determination and the uh, recovery from missteps that uh, Jeff Bezos has, has continued to show all the way through. 
And if you want a case study in 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 long term thinking and long term behavior and long term strategy, then I think that that uh, Amazon is as good a, a bet as any. And I think that that although um, he will have been praised uh, a lot and he will have been um, uh, on the receiving end of some criticism as well. For me, I think he's deserving a hero status for that kind of commercial performance. I mean, he went into retail, but he didn't go and build another chain of shops. He didn't go into direct competition with Walmart. There was no way that he was going to win a fight uh, on the on the street or in the uh, in the shopping mall with Walmart. There was no way he's going to win it. But he's going to be bigger than Walmart, um, and he's going to overtake Walmart because he changed the category, fundamentally altered the way Americans shop, and as a result of changing the way America shops, ultimately changing the way the world will shop. That's right. If you look at uh, Walmart, in fact. Um where where Amazon had that uh, sales revenue figure of three hundred and sixty seven billion dollars three hundred and sixty seven Walmart had sixty four so they were like one whatever that is one sixth of the size um, and where Amazon has forty percent of the total category in all in, in all product fields uh, Walmart has seven point one percent again a sevenfold mm. uh, gap so in e-commerce, and if you assume that's the way it's going to go, and that e-commerce will be a greater slice of retail with every passing year, then Amazon is on the is on the heels of Walmart for all retail and not just e-commerce. Andy Rice with Heroes and Zeros, branding and advertising expert. Andy Rice this evening. Uh, yeah, his hero, Jeff Bezos, and the success of Amazon. His zero, unfortunately, the brand new Kia logo. Andy can't read it.